and welcome to another episode of Making It in Tampa Bay where we talk about different uh, topics and questions that you might be having, questions that we have as well um, that us four who have gone through life together and been uh, friends for the last year, we sit around and we talk about these questions so we thought we wanted to share them with you and so that's what this podcast is all about. Hey, make sure if you like this podcast, make sure you go on, that you rate it, that you share it with other people so they get to experience this too and maybe get to uh, get some kind of benefit out of this as well. But this is all for you guys. And so uh, since we are still a newer podcast, we want to continue to introduce you to who we are. And so these guys don't know this yet, but we're going to do something fun that I always like to do when meeting in groups. And so uh, we're going to go around, we're going to once again just quickly introduce what our names are and then they're going to answer a question so you guys get to know them a little bit better because there's one thing that I really, I judge people on this thing and you might do the same as well. So you're going to tell them your name and you're going to tell them uh, what your favorite candy is because I'm going to be honest with you, I judge people based on what their favorite candy is. Um, So just so we can, so Jake, you can start first. Tell me who you are and uh, what's your favorite candy. All right, I'm Jake Kurtz. I'm the founder of Brick Media here in Tampa. Um, let's see, my favorite candy would be, I think I gotta go with M&M's. Just because there's so many different varieties, yeah. there's so many different colors. Like there's the pretzel ones, there's the, I mean, there's dark, there's... The peanut ones. Yeah, the, yeah. the peanut ones. There's, there's like Nutella ones now. Like, oh, there's Nutella ones now? Yeah. See, I didn't hear about that, but... Oh, goodness. Yeah, definitely M&M's. You're learning all kinds of things on this podcast. Super, <laughs> so, super productive. Yeah. 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 So it, M&M's is a great answer. Yeah. All right? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not a big... never been a big sweet eater. Um, but if I had to choose one, I'm probably going to go Sour Patch Kids. Oh, that's solid. a good one. Yeah. And that's Colton. If you guys oh, remember, yeah. that's Colton. Sour Patch Kids. Solid answer. Awesome. I'm Jake Thomas and Reese's. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So cups or pieces? Ooh. This is a, yeah, I was going to say it's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. You, you would think so. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I'm Ryan, and mine, I'm just a classic. I like Snickers. Ooh, uh, I like Snickers. A good Snickers bar. Have you ever had Snickers with ice cream? Of course I have. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. So, like so now you know a little bit more about <laughs> us, but uh, you didn't tune into this. You're not listening to this just to hear what our favorite candy is. So um, this week is, uh, we have a great question for you, something that all of us have kind of worked through this question in our lives and we're still working on it. And that's why we talked about this the other day together as a group that this uh, podcast is called Making It in Tampa Bay, not Made It in Tampa Bay. None of us have made it. We're all ourselves working through these questions that we're going to be going through each week. And the question that a lot of people wrote in, the one that I know we've talked a lot about, you know, together for the last year that we've been uh, hanging out together is uh, how do I find purpose? How do I find purpose in my life? And so we're going to talk about that today. But I think the important thing before we talk about how do we find purpose is for each of us, uh, I think, to kind of talk about what is purpose? Like, let's define what what is purpose before we talk about how do we find that. Yeah. So for you guys, like, what what do you define it as purpose for you? Mm. I think this dude should start us off. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think Mr. Purpose has uh, has All right. a description oh, man. for us. Well, I mean, for me personally, obviously everyone's going to have a different idea of what purpose means in their life. But, but yeah. for me, I, I do believe we all have a purpose on this planet. We've been put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all have individual gifts and th- certain things that we're very, very passionate about. And I think that's God given, you know, I, I think there's a reason for that. 
you know, it's, it's funny, twins that grew up together in the same family, obviously, most of the time have very different passions and very different gifts. So, yeah. you know, for me, I think it's our job on this planet to find what that is, to really find our purpose, our gifts, our passions, and, and walk that way, because I think that's what truly brings us fulfillment in life. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's something that will reveal itself over time as you try new things. So when it comes to defining purpose, I think it's just that journey of trying to find what you were meant to do on this earth and why you were put on this earth. Yeah. Because like there's a specific reason that I was put on earth at this specific time with these specific parents in the specific uh, place that I was born and where I grew up and where I ended up moving to. So like obviously my gifts and everything that I'm good at is contextualized and good for, you know, 1990 through whatever year I died. So like, it's good for that time frame only. And it's very specific to that. So yeah, I think it's finding um, the reason that contextually I was born during this time and just kind of that journey to get there. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if like I'll ever truly find it because um, it's one of those things I feel like with everything, it kind of evolves as time goes on. So yeah, good. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to find one specific purpose, but yeah, I think it's just going to happen the more things I try. Yeah. I feel, I don't know, mine is just kind of came organically a little bit where I've just slowly, slowly I realized I needed to work on myself, but then about coming about that, I found my purpose. And so, you know, just being healthier, working out and then realizing like, wow, like I actually truly enjoy this, and, yeah. you know, versus most people don't. And so it kind of made a f switch in my life when it was, you know, becoming spiritually sound, you know, being able to educate myself and getting educated more where I finally realized like, wow, like all the pieces are finally coming together. And I think, you know, we'll all have that point in our life where we kind of start to see the puzzles, like start to shape a little bit mm -hmm. to where we can finally start to make that next move. Yeah, And so right. that's kind of like the season that I'm in is just progressing towards like moving about, you know, being able to help other people. Yeah. So. You know, the interesting thing that I think about this when it comes to purpose, and I actually just talked to my wife about this earlier. I told her that this was going to be, the, the topic of this podcast and she reminded me, she said, you know, just make sure that, that you guys don't just make it all about like your purpose is a career. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. just yeah. because we say like finding your purpose, finding your purpose doesn't mean finding a career. Like you just said, yeah. like, you really found out things about things that you were just really interested in. Like, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a career. Yeah. So, so, but why do you think that like in, in my mind, when I thought of like finding your purpose, for me, I like I instantly was drawn into this idea of like, okay, finding your purpose means finding your career. And all of us have kind of done that. Mm -hmm. we, we've all, but so why do you think that's kind of our mindset? When we think of like purpose, why do you think it, like, you know, do our minds, and maybe people who are listening, what do our minds instantly go when it's like, oh, I need to find purpose? Why does that instantly draw us to like, I need to find the right career? Oh. I mean, the first thing that pops into my mind is like, it's the propaganda that we've been being fed since we've been children. And like perfect example of that is like when I was in college, there was a retreat that like students, students could sign up for in uh, the department that I was in. And like, it was literally like a find your purpose retreat. That was the name of it. And it was all about just like how you could use your natural skills to like apply them to a career path. And then like at the end of it, they would tell you, you know, this career path might suit you and be best for you. Hmm. And I mean, obviously, when you're naive and you've never been in the real world yet, you think that, you know, the word purpose is tied to career just based on what people tell you. Because you assume that if they've 
if they're the ones teaching you that and obviously they're adults and they've been through it, you think that like, oh, okay, like finding my purpose might align with my career when in reality that might not be the case. Yeah. I remember in elementary school, I don't know if you guys ever had to do this, but take that uh, like character assessment. I mean, I don't even know how old I was when I was like seventh or eighth grade. And it was just like, oh, like here's, you know, everything you're going to be. And I think mine was like, funny enough, I think mine was like either a pastor or a garbage man. I'm just like, but I mean, like, what a but, right? Yeah, I know what a combination. But think about like how I mean when I got that. I mean, thirteen, fourteen, like demoralizing. You know, like I mean, obviously, I didn't. You know, until now, until Jake was kind of like talking about it. But it's just like, yeah. Sometimes I mean, we feel like we get pigeonholed into like having to do like one thing and be like, oh, if we find our purpose, like that's going to be our career. And it's like, well, it's like I mean. I, yeah, I wonder what on that test would point to garbage man. Like, yeah, what, what did you answer? That's, yeah, what? I don't know. <laughs> it was probably a combination of like I want to be by myself, and then I want to <laughs> like I want to also like be outgoing. Like, yeah, I don't know. Now you yeah. just remove garbage from people's diets, right? Ooh. Yeah. All right, before we get sidetracked, all right, <laughs> talk to us, man. Yeah, so I think that what, that that purpose, and, you know, I did the same thing when I was in in high school. I took the the ASVAB, which is the entrance test before you go into the military, and it tells you what your job is. And, and honestly, I think it's kind of like the American dream, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, I think we talked about a little bit in episode one too. Like, the American dream is that you need to have security, you need to have a good paying job, mm-hmm. and you need to have wife and kids, all this kind of stuff. So I think that the part of like the American dream, like you said, the kind of thing that we've been fed our whole lives, like you need to go to college, you need to get a good paying job. You may not like that job, but like, the, you know, you need to find that, that purpose. And, and you know, I, I did that in the military. You know, I, I joined the military and I was in the Air Force for 15 years. And um, I realized very quickly that the military was not my purpose. Um, you know, I was an aircraft mechanic. And although I scored well on that, that aptitude test and they said, hey, you should be a mechanic. I did not like being a mechanic for multiple reasons. One, I don't like getting dirty. Uh, two, I never grew up fixing things. And so I realized very quickly it wasn't my purpose. But my whole time during uh, my time in the military, I did something that I loved and it was always getting involved with church and serving in church and things like that. And so I heard this quote a few years ago. It's from T.D. Jakes, who's a well-known pastor in the country. A lot of people know him. Super good. And, uh, but the quote is this, and we teach this at, at, at Radiant, is um, if you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion. Mm-hmm. For your passion leads you right into your Super purpose. You see, so many times I think that we just we do things because we think that's what we're supposed to do. Um, we, you know, when I first started going to college, I was getting a business management degree because I figured that's a safe degree to get. You can use that a lot of different ways, but I hated every class. You know, I did, I didn't want to read the books. I didn't want to write the papers, but man, when I started going to school and, and learning about things that I was passionate about, like I couldn't wait to read the next book. I couldn't wait to write the next paper. Yeah. So there's a different, like there's a difference when you find that thing that you're passionate about. Yeah, and so, uh, and, and really how that really leads you to your purpose. I think, you know, all of us have kind of talked about like, we're put on this earth for something. Like we've been given gifts, we've been given passions that maybe other people don't have. So I think what is the practical ways for us to find that? Like what's the practical, when we're looking at how do we find purpose, what's the practical ways for us to find that purpose? To Like how do we find these things that we're passionate about? Real quick before we answer that, I want to ask you though. I'm pulling out my phone because there's a quote in my mind. I gotta find it real quick. But but for you, as you were saying, like you did, ultimately it took you 15 years to really walk in 
to become a pastor. Right. Yeah. But you were saying, I didn't really enjoy what I was doing. Why do you think it took you 15 years of doing something that really wasn't? Why did you do 15 years in the military? You know, uh, I always thought that, I always thought it'd get better. Uh, I always thought maybe eventually I'll get used to it. Um, the thing about the, the military too, and I love the military, just so we're all on the same page. I, I, I enjoyed my time in the military. But you know, there was always a, another job I could apply for. I could always switch and do something different. I did a lot of different things. I would I ran our urinalysis uh, division on base. Why don't you explain what that is? Urinalysis. <laughs> my my job was to make people come in every day and pee in a cup um, so we could test them for drugs. Um, so I did that for a year. I that's not my purpose. Um, and so you know, I always figured there's another job I can do. There's something else I can move. Uh, into the military and, and maybe then I'll like it. Maybe when I'm um, higher ranking, maybe when I'm more of an executive and I'm overseeing people and I'm a supervisor level, maybe then I'll enjoy it more. Um, but but I never really got to that point. It wasn't until I was kind of offered the opportunity because I knew that like, I knew that we're, you know serving in church and being a part of the church was something that I really was passionate about. Um, and, and also I think when it comes to purpose too, and finding that passion thing, mm-hmm. it's what is that thing that's just easy for you to do? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, you don't have to think about it. It's not like I have to do this, but I get to do this. Yeah. And, and being in church and, and doing ministry was always a thing that I got to do that. I didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Other things that I did in my life were things that I had to do because I was told to do it. But this is like mm-hmm. the thing I got to do. Right. So then when I was finally offered the opportunity, when, when our lead, when pastor Aaron, our, our lead pastor, he sat me down and he said, listen, I think you're, you're meant to do this. And I want you to think about it. I want you to pray about it and see if this is what you want to do. And it was like an easy prayer, like an easy answer. Cause I knew it was what I was meant to do. Yeah. And you know, since that, since making that decision of like, you know, getting out, um, with only five years left to retire has been so much easier for me because people are like, man, you're crazy for doing that. But it's like, I get to go to work every day and do something that I'm passionate Yeah, that's the dream right there. Right. That's the dream. You know, it's funny because you say that T.D. Jakes, first of all, that sermon is incredible. I agree. You know, find your passion. But on the contrary, I listen to Steve Harvey, who who goes really in on, like, finding your purpose. He has a great, you know, 10-minute segment on that on YouTube. I highly recommend it. Um, One of the things he says, though, rather than looking for passion, because I think a lot of times that could even get us in trouble. Um, for example, you know, I can be very passionate about video games. So if I drop everything and start doing, you know, a hundred hours a week playing video games, Twitch, I, can, man. I can get in a little trouble. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. You can make a living out of video games. Um, but for example, you can be passionate about golf. You can be passionate about a lot of things. So what he really gets into is find your gift. Right, because that is like you were saying when you finally got to do something you got to do because you were so like you were good at it. And I think ultimately, like for people who are out there who are seeking purpose, I think it really does start with what is the gift you've been given. And one of the ways I wrote it down that Stevie Harvey said is a gift is what you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. Right. Yeah. That's good. Right. So what is it that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort? And like so, as I explained that, it's like when people think of you. What do they like relate to that? Like I know for me, it's like I just love giving people like hype speeches. I love motivating people. I love inspiring people. I love pushing people. You know, so it's like my friends are like if they feel down, if they feel depressed, if things aren't going right, they're like, man, I got to call Colton. And so it's eventually I started to make this correlation. I'm like, man, like I love doing this. When I do it, something flips in me. I go into what they call like a flow state. Like when I start speaking to somebody, there is a flip that switches. And so that's what I would ask for other people. Like what is your gift? So I don't know what you guys think about that. No, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I'm going to go real practical for a second because I think there's a fine line that people need to walk when it comes to finding their purpose. Because the first thing is I think you need to give something enough time 
and try it first before yeah. you like rule it out and say like this isn't my thing because if you try something for three months and you don't like it like it might just not have developed enough into something right. that you did like mm-hmm. so that i think that's cool that you gave it 15 years but i also think that for some people it's not going to take them 15 years mm-hmm. to realize that yeah. it's not something that they like so i think maybe you need to try it for like and i'm not going to give people any time frames it's different for everybody but like maybe at least like six months to like two or three years like at least give something a real shot right and i think that's great like because if you're listening to this right now and you're in your early 20s to mid 20s you could literally try like five to six different things and like legitimately give it like a couple years each yeah and i think that's a really good way to do it is just try as many things as possible especially when you're young yeah it really is but like life is long for a reason though yeah. Like we're not alive for twenty years. Right. Like there's a reason that we're all here for anywhere from seventy to a hundred and ten. Well, you never years. know. Well, you never know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with the advances yeah. in science. Yeah, still you like, never know. No, but I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. It, it really it is. It, it is a lot of trial and error. Uh huh. Um, and you know, I look back on that that fifteen years, and I think about how much I developed during that time because I did. I found the things that I was really good at. Mm-hmm. But the things that I'm good at that I, I was good at when I got out of the military at thirty three were a lot different than when I was 23 yeah. because it took all that time to develop. You know, it took time to develop as a leader and, you know, being the leader of a church that's over 3,000 people. Like, I had to develop as a leader. I developed my public speaking, the things in, in my, my teaching ability, things that I, that I found out that I was gifted to those things by trial and error. Yeah. It was trying things and like, okay, here's things I'm really good at. Here's things I'm not good at. You know, and so it is. I think, you know, if you're trying to, to push yourself to find it right now, like you're going to be frustrated because you need that time to develop it. And it will be a lot of things of, of trying different things until you really find out what, like, what is that gift? You I want to ask you a question because now that I look back on it, there's a, a quote by Rumi that says the answers are inside of us if we have the courage to listen. And after like going through everything I went through and finally coming around to my purpose, it's almost like if I really were to look back, I almost feel like I knew this all along. Uh-huh. Like I almost like yeah. if I would, I, I feel like I would have known this all along, but I never believed it. So for you guys, like doing what you're doing now, do you think like since the beginning, like you kind of knew, always yeah. knew your purpose, but it was almost beating around the bush and like almost getting that confirmation? I think for a while when I was bouncing around to different jobs every single year, um, I think I kind of had this nagging feeling in the back of my head, like, yeah. Jake, you're not meant to do this, but like keep going because like you just might have not found the right company yet so it's one of those things that i was just talking about like i didn't want to quit too early because i didn't know if like the right company was just like waiting around the corner and i just needed to go apply there and work there for a little bit but i just like i figured that six jobs in six years was a good enough indicator that like maybe i should at least try my own thing and see if that is the answer and let's be honest like i've only been doing my own thing for 10 months so who knows like in a year i might be back at another job that i really like like no I doubt it. I doubt it. You're on fire, bro. Brick Media is going to be just... No, no. Brick Media is like, you know, Sunday night, I'm like itching to get to Monday morning. Look out, Gabe. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I'm super excited to get to Monday because like I'm I'm just ready. But yeah, like I think for a while it was nagging at me like, um, Jake, like maybe you should just be trying to do your own thing because maybe you value the freedom more than the stability. And for a while I just wasn't ready for that yet. So I think... For the audience, is there something that's kind of been nagging for a while that's kind of in your subconscious that yeah. maybe it's saying something to you, yeah. you know what I mean? That makes me want to jump out of my skin because I think <laughs> if, if any of you are out there and you are sitting in your cubicle right now or whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and something inside of you is like, there has got to be something more in this. 
I mean, you got to listen to that. Like you have to be thinking yeah. about what can I take? Cause that's exactly where I was. I knew I was like, I live one time. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Like I'm going to die. And I'm, am I going to sit here and be miserable when I know this is not honoring my gifts, my passions, I'm miserable, I'm bored. Uh-huh. So if that, if that voice is in you, I'm just saying. Yeah. If it's, it. and, and I'll tell you too, and, and this might be a whole nother episode for, for you guys is I know for me, a big thing was fear. Mm-hmm. Like, like what happens? Like the, here, like here's the things that I'm good at. Like I'm, I'm good at public speaking. I'm good at teaching. But like, what if, like the thoughts that were in my head were like, what if, what if uh, this doesn't, what if this doesn't work out? Like, what if they don't like what I have to say? Like, mm-hmm. What, what if I'm actually not as good as I think I am? Um, and, and things like that. And even though I knew I had a secure job, and, and even though I knew I couldn't get out of that job, um, you know, because I was in a contract with the military, even my opportunities to volunteer. It like not even making my career, but to volunteer and use those things that I was good at, even almost volunteering was difficult because I thought of like, of like, what if this doesn't work out? And so fear was a big thing that held me back. And, 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 and like you just said, Colton too, like people are hearing this and they, they feel that like draw, they feel that yeah. thing like, like I'm, there's gotta be more than this. And, and I think that, I think a lot of times, like you said, the answers are inside you, you know what that yeah. thing is. But man, we let fear get is so much in our way. Oh, yeah. We get in 90, our own ninety-five percent of what it is. We, we, t- we tell ourselves that we're not that good. We tell ourselves that other people don't want to hear what we have to say. You know, even us starting this podcast, it was an idea where it's like, you know, all of us kind of started like, what if nobody listens to this? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm okay if nobody listens to this because, like, I believe that somebody, even if one person listens mm-hmm. to this and they can gain something out of it, like, then it's worth it. Let's go. Um, so, so yeah, fear was a big thing for me, for sure, that held me back from doing that, like you said. And just to take it back another step, because I know we were talking about, like, this isn't only career-based. So... Like Colton was saying about the, like, if you're sitting in a cubicle and, you know, you are feeling something like, sure. Like, yes, if you're feeling a nag to get you out of the cubicle, then yes, by all means, you should explore that. But I think you can find your purpose outside of the cubicle too. Like, I think you can, I think you can sit in a cubicle your whole life and fulfill your purpose outside of work. Sure. I think we'll get into that. I think we'll talk about how we found our purpose individually or some testimonies in a minute. But I think, I think it's all fear. I think the reason so many people are scared. I have a a great quote I love. I've done a video on it, but it says, whenever you let go of something scary, you're only scared because your mind can measure what you will lose, but it can't see what you will gain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we're so focused on, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work out? Oh my gosh, I can't pay my bills. I can't pay my family. I can't do this, you know? But do we ever really think of what if it works out? Mm-hmm. You know, what What if it really does work? What if Brick Media works out and a year later you have your own podcast and you're making more money than you made before doing something you love? You know, and so that's what I just encourage people like. Mm-hmm. And then the quote that comes after that is like, if you think trying is risky, wait till you get the bill for not trying. <laughs> you know, being 80 years old, sitting on your deathbed like, oh my God, and your kids are around you. Like, should I follow my dreams, dad? But you didn't. Yeah, that's the scary yeah. part. When you're 80, you literally can't do that anymore. No. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have that option of saying, all right, I'm going to try something else. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, so I think we've kind of have danced around at how I find my purpose. I, th- I think just like, I think Colton said, you know, for us, I think a lot of us are living out things that we are that we're passionate about, that, that we kind of find purpose doing. So, um, but before we end, I think for us, like I think you said, just sharing some testimonies mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. um, how, how have we found purpose? And, and like we said, we're still working on these things. Yeah. So how are we continuing to work towards that and finding that purpose? I mean, I think career-wise, I'm still completely figuring it out. Like I said, it's been too early to, for me to really know if entrepreneurship is my thing, if you know, just some other type of career is my thing. Like I just don't know yet. But what I have found out is just that, 
anytime I get better at something, I like to get good to the point where I can give that to other people. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of my purpose is kind of developing myself so that I can give it out to other people. And whether that's faith so that I'm, you know, mm -hmm. able to bring other people closer to their faith, mm -hmm. whether it's getting good at business and bringing, you know, help to other people's businesses, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I've figured out as my like kind of high level purpose. But it's just, for me, it's too early to define, but. What's amazing that you said earlier, you really had me thinking because you were saying, I don't know if I've hit my purpose yet and almost like it's moving, but I don't think purpose is so much a destination. Yeah. I know one thing Oprah said is when you walk in purpose, you collide with destiny, right? So I think that like when you are walking in your gifts and you're really walking in your passion, you're walking in purpose and that's going to move along the way. Uh -huh. And I think that like throughout life, you'll see where that purpose will take you, but I don't think it's a destination. I think mm -hmm. you literally walk in it which is super cool yeah like you're never gonna really find it which i i mean that's my opinion but what about you oh as you guys have been talking i'm just so for context i am still in a nine to five job and so outside of my nine to five job i have my passion mm -hmm. and you know i'm still a work in progress trying to get to where my passion is you know my full-time career um and just thinking about like everything that you guys have said is that every day, like I wake up, whether it's, you know, I'm going to the gym or I'm, you know, coaching, like I get to do that. Like Pastor Ryan said uh -huh. it, like I get to go, you know, to church and I get to minister to the world. Like for Jake, like I get to, you know, be able to provide, you know, an amazing service like Colton, like I get to motivate my friends and be able to speak to them and like, you know, bring life into them. And so for me, it's, you know, I get to do that. And it's like, I want to be able to do that mm -hmm. all the time. And so for me, I could instantly have that fear where I see everybody else in the health and fitness space. I mean, millions of people that it's just like, I could start and obviously we'll get to this in our, our next podcast, but you know, seeing other people and just, you know, worrying about other people's opinion of you're just going to be another speck in the speck in the yeah. world. And you know, what are you going to make, you know, as far as a dent, but it's like, I know that what Colton just said, I don't want to be on my deathbed when I'm 80 years old mm -hmm. and say, you know, what if? I, what if, yeah. like, what, what if? if I didn't make, you know, and so that's kind of where I'm at in, in my life's journey and, you know, continuing to just progress towards purpose. So yeah. Colton, you want to go first? You, got it, man. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, I know you got more quotes for us. I got, I got plenty more quotes. I'll <laughs> end with, I'll end with a good one for the end of this podcast. I already <laughs> have it in my mind. But, um, you know, for me, finding purpose was definitely a journey. And, um, oh God, I remember for two years, just almost every day, just praying, just praying, like, God, what is my purpose? Because I'm tired of this, like, searching. I'm tired of this wondering. Like, I just show me the blueprint and I'll follow it. Like, that's it. Just let me know what it is and I'll follow it. And, you know, in my circumstance, it happened to be through a lot of trauma and a lot of a lot of heartache. And so what had happened was, I'll save you the five-hour testimony, but ultimately, <laughs> it was from a couple deaths in the family within six months. I, I found my brother who had passed away. Six months later, my dad passed from cancer. Um, so dealing with years of trauma that led to this, one of the ways that when I ducked off, one of the ways that I really motivated myself and inspired myself and kept myself going was listening to motivational speakers listening to the Tony Robbins, the Inky Johnson, the Eric Thompson, all these people who all overcame great tribulations and really overcame a lot of adversity, but that led them to their purpose. Mm -hmm. And now they're where they are now because of the trials they had to go through. Right. So ultimately for me, I listened to, 
I would say thousands of hours. I mean, every car ride, every gym, before bed, I, I fell in love with this stuff because it would light me on fire. And so when I, my brother passed away, I was like, I'm going to speak for him at this service. I've never done any type of public speaking. And there was probably 150 people here at this service. And I was like, you know what? He'd do the same for me. And I didn't really prepare for the speech. One of the things in scripture that Paul says, or Jesus says to Paul was like, you know, when the time comes, don't worry about what you're going to say because the Holy Spirit will speak through you. And so I was like, all right, I'm not going to prepare. I got like four or five scripture verses together. And I tell you what, I went on that stage. I was super nervous. I was shaking. My heart was beating shortness of breath. And I sat at the stage and I started speaking. And within like 10 seconds, something took over. I barely remember it. I barely remember. I just remember a peace coming over me. And I literally spoke and preached for like 30 minutes. And at the end of that service, Pastor Bernard over in Bradenton says, I normally give up and give a little sermon and preach, but Colton's already done that all for me. So he, he did an altar call. And on that altar call, there was over like 20 hands that were raised to like accept Jesus as like their Lord and really transformation. And after that, I had about five people come up to me pouring in tears and were telling me like, you're truly anointed. Like you have a gift. Awesome. And you truly have a gift. Someone offered to pay for my master's degree to go to Bible ministry at that moment. Um, but it was just an amazing moment for me. And it was where I realized at that moment, like, this is what you're called to do, you know, but it was through the adversity. So that's what I want to like encourage people. Like, yeah, you are going through the hardest time of your life, but I promise you there's a lesson to be learned from it. Oh, yeah. You know, I promise you, you'll be able to speak to somebody else because of it. Because I went through that, I'm able to impact people who are going through these adversities. Yeah. So that's how I found my purpose. So if any of you are going through a difficulty, like I hope you you know there's a tunnel at the end of it, there's a light at the end of it, and, and hopefully you can find your purpose through that. So and so you ready to hit that person up to uh, yeah, I was to about to say right? yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> he was actually the one of the greatest men of my life, my mentor. And he passed three months later after that. Wow. So it was wow. just a crazy that's, year that's of wild. events. But wow, wow. Yeah. Another plug, real quick. If anybody listening to this is kind of in that that phase where something's nagging at them or they're trying to find their purpose, like talk to this dude. I'd love to help you. Yeah, like, this is what I'm passionate about. Motivation. Yeah, like, Shoot me the man. I'd yeah, love to. Yeah, you got you. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll kind of close this out here. You know, for me, you know, how, how I find uh, purpose is it really in, in those things that I found fulfillment in, those things that I knew I was gifted in. So, you know, I left the military for 15 years. And, and for me, part of my purpose um, is, is the career that I've chosen because it's the thing that I... I know that I'm gifted at that. I get fulfillment. Like I can't, like I said, I can't wait to go to work on, on, you know, we work Sunday through Thursday. Like I can't wait to go to work every day because like, I can't believe I get to do this every day. I can't believe that I get to, to teach, which is something I love to do. And I get to just watch people's lives transform because of what I'm doing. Kind of like Colton is doing, but just in a different, you know, spectrum. Um, so that, but I think super practical too. Part of the way that, that I have found purpose is just the opportunities in my life. So I find a lot of purpose in, in being a dad, you know? And so how do I find purpose? Like I make sure I've been given the opportunity to be a father. Like I'm going to make the most of that opportunity. And, and, and I, and I pursue So I, I do things intentionally to build relationship with my kids, to make sure that like I, I'm doing my best as, as a father and as a husband, like for my purpose on this earth right now is to, is to be a great husband and, and how do I lead my family well? And, and so working through those things too. So like I said, like we said earlier, purpose isn't a job. It, it's everything that we do in our life. It's yeah. everything that we do that we find fulfillment. It's the gifts that we've been given. It's the opportunities we've been given. And so every day thinking through that, that like, how, how can I make the most of these opportunities I've been given? How do I, how do I continue to work to find my gifts, to, um, to refine my gifts, the things that I'm good at, too, mm -hmm. um, is a big thing that Jake said earlier. So 
So hopefully that, that all of this kind of connected for, for somebody out there. So just one last time around the table, uh, any, anything else you want to add before we close this thing out today? No, I think, I think what you said was, was perfect. Just being able to find or continue to be good at what we're, our purpose is. So like for me, it's, I'm working on, you know, eight, nine months down the road of being a husband. And so like having that purpose and continuing to grow my relationship. So don't just think it's, you know, a career or like a job it's everything that you do so you know whether that's jake being a good you know boyfriend colton being you know a good cat dad <laughs> yeah a good cat dad <laughs> you know it's whatever it is but i mean back to like what pastor ryan said <laughs> Cut that, um, you know it's just uh i think it's true and i yeah. just wanted to you know read it Absolutely. So. Yeah, you know I was coming at you with my last quote. Yeah. Right. Actually, let me go ahead. Mine, go ahead. Because I want you to close this. it out. Sure. <laughs> sure. So I think faith has a lot to do with this too. Mm-hmm. So like, just keep the faith and like, just try to be a good person and like, don't get too hung up on it if you're feeling a nagging feeling and like you don't know the best path forward. And Pastor Aaron actually said, um, "Chase after your dreams and hope God is chasing after you," is what man says. And then God would say, chase after God and watch your dreams chase after mm-hmm. you. That's really good. So that's good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Last quote I like to end y'all with is, listen, <laughs> don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. good. That's, that's good. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. The that's world good. needs your gifts. Yes. Yeah, right. We do. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not about you. It's not about you. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. about your gifts helping other people. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, sweet. Well, hey, we hope that you have gotten some out of this. How do you find purpose? Once again, make sure you go on, you review this, share it with your friends because somebody will get something out of this. So thank you for listening to another episode of Making It in Tampa Bay, and we'll see you next time. Say it out loud.